1: Welcome to Coffee Talk with your host
2: Hey Maddie, Maddie, you've been looking so fine I'm the man Let's talk about it I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad, let's talk about it You know what? I'm gonna fucking knock you
0: out You know, I am done talking, all I just need is some a buddy to show up
1: But to be the man, you gotta beat the man And I'm saying, woo, right here
0: um, you were you were an amazing uh, trash talker in your day and and still are to this day. Talk amongst
1: yourselves.
0: <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? Then well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here.
1: Who the fuck do you think you're
0: talking to? Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on. Why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day, to joined the Patreon, reached out to Memphis about a uh, situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster, and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just uh, trade talks just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning there's always going to be fantasy football talk whether it's redraft whether it's dynasty I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members and it's the same thing even even while we're drafting we're still shooting ideas at each other and if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now Join the Patreon and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.
2: What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Matty Biggs, here with another video. It's the Coffee Talk. It's the start of Week 14. The end of Week 13 is today and tomorrow. And this segment is brought to you by our sponsor, ViridianGlobal.com. If you want to be the best and look the best in your fantasy football leagues, head over to ViridianGlobal.com, shop their Veridian wear and use code M B C twenty twenty to save ten percent, and tell them that Manny Big sent you. You know, it's it's a huge thing to be sponsored by someone, and I, I really appreciate the work that Viridian does. They have great shirts, and it, it's really it's a great brand. And I think that I endorse them a lot. I buy too many shirts from them, um, but I really love everything they do. Um, going on to week thirteen, though, we had some ugly games in week thirteen. We had the Eagles at Packers. This game was so ugly man the Eagles offense is so black like like how do you how do you pull Carson Wentz when when you can't even protect him I mean it makes sense to put Jalen Hurts in because he can move around in the pocket at least but he's not the long-term answer in Philadelphia from what I saw last night he is not and Carson Wentz does not look like the answer either but he's a better quarterback in my honest opinion than Jalen Hurts um Travis Fogan putting up a donut you know, he's he's just fading off into irrelevance. Um, it's really sad to see because I really like Travis Fulgham at the start of the year. Uh, you know, the fact that he put up three touchdowns in his first three games, the first wide receiver since T.O. on the Eagles to do that, um, that was a huge accomplishment for him. And then he just kind of faded away once Elshon Jeffrey came back. Like, why are the Eagles playing Elshon Jeffrey over a better receiver in Travis Fulgham? I don't know. That's just – so mind-boggling to me for the for the uh Eagles front office to draft Jalen Hurts to draft JJ arcega JJ Whiteside over they drafted arcega Whiteside over DK Metcalf, first of all, and Terry McLaurin. They could have had a stud wide receiver. Instead, they don't really have great scouts, they don't have a good roster anymore, they don't have an offensive line. Eagles are trending down for me. I think they're going to be maybe bottom of the barrel in the NFC East for a while. Because, look, you have the Washington football team. Their defensive line is stacked. You have the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott who's coming back. Dak's a good quarterback. Dak will win games. You've got the Giants. You know, the Giants just beat the Seahawks because their defense is legit. You can't discount the Giants anymore. They look good. They have a good defensive front. They have good linebackers with Blake Martinez. They have a decent quarterback in Daniel Jones when he comes back, and they have Saquon Barkley who's going to be back next year. I'm buying the Giants next year. You know, I think they're going to be okay. I like the Giants' outlook for 2021. I like them. I like Joe Judge. I like him as a coach. But, yeah, the NFC East is kind of wide open for uh everyone but the Eagles. Um But, yeah, the, the next game I'm going to talk about is the Browns at Titans. You know, the Browns. 38 first-half points. That is the first time a quarterback has thrown four touchdowns in the first half, so it's Otto Graham on the Browns. Baker Mayfield, you know, he did not do anything that impressed me. He just kind of had a nice game. He looked good, but he just did what he was asked to do. I mean, he, he finally played a game where he's not in 30-mile-per-hour winds. He can make throws down the field. He hit Donovan Peoples-Jones. He hit uh, – Hollywood Higgins, I guess, is his name. Um, and, you know, A.J. Brown on the other side of this game, he went down with an injury, but he should be fine. He came back in the game after he wrapped it up. It was a little ankle. Uh, I think it was an ankle sprain. But he's he's able to play through it because it was a minor ankle sprain. So, you know, the Titans did fine. Titans came back in garbage time. It wasn't a pretty game. Browns had that in hand after the first half for sure. Um, Derrick Henry was... Muted by the Browns defense. Uh, He fumbled the ball for the first time in like 300-something carries. That was a big deal. Uh, I have a lot of Derrick Henry, so that hurt a lot. He only had like four or five fantasy points this week. That was brutal. Um, But, yeah, the the, uh, Browns-Titans game, that was a fun game to watch in the first half if you're a Browns fan. Um, And then Houston at Indy. Houston at Indy. My standout player for Indianapolis was T.Y. Hilton, having 110 yards and a touchdown this week. I played against so much T.Y. Hilton this week. I have no idea why so many T.Y. Hilton shares were played against me. But, uh, you know, another, there's a couple wide receivers in this game who I played against, and that's Kiki Kuti and Chad Hansen. I played against Chad Hansen in in a 14 team league and I lost to Chad Hansen because he had over 110 over 100 yards. Kiki Kuti had over 100 yards as well. Um these are good options if you need depth uh you know if you have DJ Moore because he has covid now uh, and you need someone to replace him Kiki Kuti could be that option. Um I mean it it wasn't a good game to watch specific, like I did not think that this was a fun game to watch um besides the T.Y. Hilton catches where he's getting clobbered by people and still making catches. He almost had a catch um where he was he was hit out of bounds and it was it was a great defensive play but he almost got both feet in and it was I think they might have challenged it but it was a it was a great catch by him I think but it, I don't know if it counted or not. Um that was a fun game to watch but it was brutal. Houston at Indy. Indy's a good team. I think they're a bubble team right now. Um but we're going to move on to New Orleans at Atlanta. Taysom Hill's first passing performance. That was amazing. He's not a runner. He's not—he's a pure passer, guys. He had 232 passing yards and two touchdowns. He only had 83 rushing yards this week. You know, does does Taysom Hill make Traquan Swift fantasy relevant for the rest of the season? I'm not sure yet. I want to wait and see one more game. You know, I'm... <laughs> Yeah, poor poor Eagles. I'm sorry, Nate. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's been brutal for him, man. Um, <laughs> New Orleans and Atlanta, Taysom Hill, two touchdowns. That's his first two touchdowns in the NFL. And uh, does Hill – I don't know if Hill makes uh, – I don't know if Traquan Smith is relevant with Taysom Hill. I don't know. Uh, Alvin Kamara had a rushing touchdown. That was huge for Alvin Kamara owners. They all rejoiced everywhere. Um, that game was – It was all New Orleans, in my opinion. It was a close game, but it was all New Orleans. Um, And then I'm going to move on to one of the games that I watched the whole thing all the way through completely, Jaguars at Vikings. Justin Jefferson is now firmly ahead of DK Metcalf for me in my dynasty rankings. This This might be a bold take, might be a hot take, but Justin Jefferson is legit. I'm sorry to the ho- the co-host of the Dynasty Warzone. I might have ripped him off in a trade earlier this year, where I traded him, uh, like the 104 for Justin Jefferson. Don't regret it. I don't regret it. Thanks, Jerry. That was great. Um, Kirk Cousins is continuing the ball in fantasy. This, this is this is huge for us fantasy owners. I have so much Kirk Cousins everywhere because he was so cheap this offseason. Everyone wants him gone, but he's. He's a, he's a play-action quarterback setup with a run game, and that's, that's all you have to know about him. It's kind of similar to Baker in Cleveland. He's going to have good performances because they use Dalvin Cook in a way that they can use play-action to open up the receivers, and Justin Jefferson is eating because of it, and Kirk Cousins is hitting him downfield because Kirk Cousins has a good deep ball. I mean, there was a play where Justin Jefferson apparently pushed off of a guy. It was a weak, weak, weak call. Weak! call on Justin Jefferson for a push off man that was that was a weak weak call. He had his hand on the guy, did not push and the guy falls. It it was just the weakest call I've seen. Um and then Colin Johnson on the other side of the game, he might be startable now if you're in a pinch, if you're in a deep league. You know, he he had a uh, huge game last week and then he he continues to put up fantasy points this week. Maybe third time's a charm. Let's, I'm going to wait and see still because I have him on most of my taxi squads. I'm not going to put him up on my active roster yet. But he might be a guy that you start to buy because they're not going to be using Mike Glennon next year. And they have a ton of draft capital. And if Colin Johnson's showing up, they might not draft a wide receiver that's tall like him because he's he's doing well. And uh, James Robinson, man, James Robin is still an RB1. And he's going to be an RB1 next year, too. He has only allowed seven carries to his backups. That is outstanding for a running back. Like, to only have seven carries let up, you're you're carrying the load, man. He is great. There's nothing wrong with James Robinson, and you should be buying him now. He's going to be going in the the, maybe late second round in your your, uh, Dynasty startups, third round. Get him. It's worth it. He's so good. Let's move on to the Bungles at the Dolphins. Bungles at Dolphins was a brutal game. A lot of fights. Uh, Tyler Boyd was ejected, but he put up a nice down line. He had a 72-yard touchdown. He took it on a screen and he took it to the house. Um, he's fast. He looked good. A lot of fighting went down. Flores got heated. Flores was getting up in a player's face. Um, but then after that, Tua started dropping dimes. He, you know, He ended with 296 yards. And one touchdown with no interceptions. That's, that's a pretty good stat line for a quarterback. He did what he had to do, and they got out with a win. You know, poor, poor Devontae Parker owners, though. They, they're always complaining on Twitter about Devontae Parker's not getting targets. Devontae Parker's not getting touchdowns. Devontae Parker's not getting targets in the red zone. Yeah, it's Mike Kosicki's targets, man. Mike Kosicki is one of the best jumpers at the Combine of all time. Why would you not use him in the red zone? I mean, he had a great day for a tight end. He had a lot of fantasy points. I'm not sure how many yards he had, but he had a touchdown. And I am going to be heavily investing in Mike Kosicki and startups this offseason because he's going to be going around the tight end 6 or tight end 10, like that range, 6 to 10. And I'm going to be getting him for as much as I can because... You know, he's athletic freak, like I just said. He's fast. He can jump. He's strong. He can block now because he's learned. And he's got Tula. And Tula likes to pass the tight end. So I'm going to be investing in Mike Kosicki. And then Gaskin came back. He had over 100 all-purpose yards. So he had a nice day for fantasy purposes, about 13 points, I believe. Um, It was a good game from him. I'm going to move on to my next game. And this is – the Lions at the Bears. Victory for the Lions, baby. Agony of defeat for the Bears. Stafford had over 400 passing yards and three touchdowns. He had the highest pro football focus grade for quarterbacks this week. Marvin Jones had over 100 yards and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson had over 60 yards, I believe. And then Quintez Cephas had a deep shot touchdown. Shout out to Porkman. Shout out to Porkman for saying Quintez Cephas is a good roster because now Quintez Cephas has a chance. Marvin Hall's been cut. Marvin Hall's out of the situation. It's going to be Quintez Cephas trying to show up. And then another guy that you should be looking at picking up is Muhammad Sanu if you're in a deep dynasty league and you need a pinch a star wide receiver. Muhammad Sanu is getting targets. He's getting looks. He's getting red zone targets. He's going to be in some trick plays too because he played quarterback. I'd be looking at picking up Muhammad Sanu on the Lions because he's their wide receiver too right now until Kenny Galladay comes back. It's as simple as that. Um, I'm going to be fantasy relevant at some point. It's just a matter of who is going to be throwing in the ball when, you know, if it's not, if they don't draft a quarterback next year, Cole Komet's value is not going to be there, but if they draft a quarterback next year, he's pretty good. Like a uh, trash or something who likes to throw to their tight ends. Look out. Cole Komet's going to be rising up the boards. So that's that's my dynasty take for that game. Cole Komet looks good. Quintes Cephas is a good dynasty stash. Um, yeah, that game was fun to watch. Uh it was two bad teams playing at playing it out. Uh the it was a ten point lead at one point for the Bears and they gave it up and you know, the Lions came back and won the game. Fun game to watch if you have time. Go watch those highlights. Uh there's some nice passes from Stafford, but um Going on, we got the Raiders at the Jets. The Jets did everything they could to lose this game in the last couple seconds Uh just so they could get Trevor Lawrence. Henry Ruggs, at first, he lost his team the game, but then he came back and won the game by catching that deep shot to win the game. Uh Derek Carr continues his fantasy relevance. You know, he's a trade target. If he's on a non-contender in a dynasty league, I really like Derek Carr for the rest of the season. Derek Carr had, I think – Three touchdowns and over 300 passing yards. I can't, don't quote me on that, but it's close to 300. And he, Darren Waller had 200 yards and two touchdowns. Darren Waller boomed in this game. He went off. And you know who else went off in this game? A running back that I've been harping for everyone to pick up is Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson out of Maryland, he's a speedster, man. He can run. And he did it t- yesterday, I guess. Uh, you know, he's, he was on my bench. He put up over 20 fantasy points, but he's fast. He's a guy who could do some damage for this New York Jets team. Um, he's a guy that you should be looking at wavering on your dynasty leagues if he's, on the, if he's available. But most likely, if there's a Lions fan in there, he's probably not going to be uh, on waivers. So I'm going to digress and move on to the next game, which was also an ugly game. Seattle at New York Giants. You know, Cole McCoy was serviceable, but not very good. Wayne Gallman is a league winner. He continues to show out. Um, there, I have been saying Wayne Gallman's a good running back, stuck behind Saquon Barkley for three years, and then I'd go and drop him the start of the year because I needed space and Of course, Saquon tears his ACL, and Wayne Gallman steps up and is a league winner, and I lost my Wayne Gallman shares. Um, I was very sad about that, but I'm also happy to see Wayne Gallman's impressing. I hope he does well and can continue doing well, and we'll see what happens with him in the offseason, if he gets traded or moved or cut so he can go get another contract somewhere else. But, you know, the Giants' defense, man, that's – Giants' defense is a force to be reckoned with, like I said at the start of the show – Dexter McLaurin, uh, There's a lot of people on that team uh, who are just really good at stopping the run, and that's the key for NFL defenses now. And that you know they need a line, they need an outside linebacker slash edge rusher. Leonard Williams is a good interior guy with a, uh, you know, uh, Dexter, and uh, it's it's a good pass rush, but they need a true pass rusher. They don't have one yet, so we'll see if they can draft one this year. Uh, but they're. Upside is huge with Joe Judge as that coach. He looks really good. Like Seattle looked terrible yesterday, um, but you know who else looked terrible was the Chargers. All I have in my show show, show notes in my show notes for this game is LOL. Bill Belichick Belichick the heck out of Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had two interceptions, no touchdowns. They got shut out. The Patriots have never lost to a I mean, Bill Belichick has never lost to a rookie quarterback at home. That's amazing. You know, he continues to just amaze with a nonchalant roster of Cam Newton, Jacoby Myers, you know, and Kiel Harry had a touchdown. So that was pretty cool to see Kiel Harry come in and get a touchdown. But, uh, you know, that game was just ugly, not good. And uh, the night game, the night game was Denver at Kansas City. Drew Locke is not that good, but he kept them in contention enough. You know, he's – I think they're going to replace Drew Locke in the offseason, personally. Denver's defense held them in the game. Denver's defense did everything they could to win them the game, and then, you know, Mahomes just did Mahomes things and threw about 110 yards to Kelsey and a touchdown to Kelsey. And Kelsey's – you know, Kelsey's an asset that we let die on our fantasy team. You know, he's an asset that you let die on your team. Unless we get an offer, we can't refuse, you know. Mahomes to Kelsey is one of those connections that is just special. Darren Waller. If you have Darren Waller, you probably need a backup tight end. If you have Zach Ertz, you probably need a backup tight end. If you have Mark Andrews, you probably need a backup tight end. Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson are the only tight ends, in my opinion, that you don't need a second tight end for. They're so consistently – they're so consistent that their floor is not – what Waller or Andrews is, it's just about 10 points, you know, in, in a PPR league. It's about 10 points for them. Hawkinson's been averaging about 50 to 60 yards this year per game. It's been nice, he's been good. He's my tight end three in Dynasty, right behind Kelsey and Kittle. Um, you know, that there's a lot to take away from week 13, but it was just a, it was an ugly week for fantasy, unless you just started some random guys. Uh, DeAndre Washington was not a good start of the week. I started Jalen Rashard in the league. That was not smart. Um, Wish I started Ty Johnson over Jalen Rashard. But, you know, I'm going to end it here by saying I hope you all have a great start of your playoffs. I hope you made the playoffs. If not, go win that toilet bowl. It's worth it. It's fun. It's something to do. And uh, have a great day. Hey,
1: what's going on, Patreon? Man, that big bet been working out well for me. Being able to hit up Dr. Kyle and his DMs. We're on a synchronized schedule. It's crazy. Every time I'm about to message him, he's about to message me. But uh, being able to bounce those ideas off of him and then being able to reach out to Memphis. Typically, I just do it directly to the team personally instead of a DM. But man, I've grown in, what, five weeks of doing the sports betting. And the big bets helped. I'm able to formulate my own opinions. I do like some of the ones that they have. But listening to them and reading some of the lines and doing my own little research, i um, starting to kind of understand the ins and outs, sports betting, um, and it's going real well. Last week, I went 5-2 and two on my bets. Um, I hit a couple big parlays. One of the ones was Miami that I talked about with Dr. Kyle as soon as the opening lines came in. So, uh, big bets where it's at. Patreon, you guys are great. Appreciate everything.